Hey guys, and welcome back to Undaunted Pursuit Podcast. I am joining you solo right now because we're waiting for Marshall to uh, whatever he does with his computer and get fired up and ready for this week's podcast. But I thought in the meantime, while I was waiting, I would just get on here and tell you guys that this is going to be a little different of a podcast this week. We haven't done this in uh, a little while, and uh, we have a very special guest for you the. Uh, this week, and I hope that you guys enjoy it. His name is Justin Oliver. He's a singer-songwriter, and um, just getting back into the industry, um, I've had a chance to talk with him, and it's been it's been great. I'm excited to have him on here. Marshall's excited to have him on here, so we, got, we hope you guys uh, sit back and enjoy this week's podcast, and then next week, we'll get into the rest of Luke and however that works out. So, um, Again, guys, thanks for joining us this week, and we're going to take a break here, roll the intro, and then we'll get into the interview or the discussion or whatever we're going to discuss. So um, it's been quite crazy. I'm trying to get this done before everybody gets on here to do this, and um, yeah, so uh, I hope you guys enjoy. We'll see you on the other side. Fearless. Chase. Bold. Following, courageous, search. I'm Aaron. And I'm Marshall. And this is Undaunted Pursuit. Normally kind of do a soft opening and whatever. So, but anyway, yeah, we're back. We're back here. All right. We're live. So yeah, no, I'm I'm in Idaho, and Marshall's in Texas, and uh, you are too, right? Yes, I'm in Tyler, Texas. So about an uh, hour and a half uh, east of Dallas. Yeah, yeah. It's not like the best way to describe it because not many people know where Tyler is. So I just say Dallas most <laughs> of the time. Oh, uh, we yeah, both know. It. <laughs> My yeah. wife is from Longview, Texas, so I'm very familiar oh, okay. with uh, that area. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, go to Longview quite a bit. So, mm-hmm. where was it? So, yeah. Wasn't your parent, uh, grandparents in Tyler? Wasn't my it? My grandparents. My grandparents used to have a lake on Cedar Creek or a house on Cedar Creek Lake for a long time in Gumbrel City of Maybank, and then they had a house okay. on Lake Palestine in Flint, Texas, for a while. So, yeah, yeah. I spent, my, spent many uh, years out there. Yeah, my my grandparents are from a uh, Palestine Grapeland area, so gotcha. that's where a lot of my roots are at. So, awesome. Yep. Yep. Heck yeah. So, well, hey, Justin, man, thanks for reaching out, buddy. It was, uh, yeah. I was excited to get you on here. Yeah, no, it's an honor to be here. I'm, I'm exact. I'm really happy to be talking with you guys. So, so thank hey, you all for. I like your hat, by the way. My wife is obsessed with that. God is greater than the highs and the lows. She loves yeah. it. Yeah. Most people <laughs> don't know what it means when they first see it. They're like, I mean, almost every family member or friend that's come across it always asks. But I like it because it sparks the question of what does that mean? And then you can go into, you know, talking about God. And, you know, it's just I love wearing gear like that because if I go out and I'm wearing like Under Armour or Nike or something like that, you know, that's not going to spark a conversation. But if I'm wearing something else, it's it's almost guaranteed to somebody's going to say something. So just love wearing things like that. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, oh man, what was I going to say? I was going to have you Marshall. Um, oh man, 
There was something I was wanting to just kind of break the ice with, but I can't. I was just thinking of it too. Dang it! <laughs> oh yeah, Marshall. <laughs> we are. Uh, you know, we'll get into this here in a little bit, but this is a first for us here on Undaunted Pursuit. I don't think we've ever had a guest on here, an Emmy award-winning guests, and hopefully soon no. a, a Grammy award-winning guests, huh? Yeah, that would be, yeah, yeah, that would, that would be the ideal, but no, I, um, man, I'm, I'm incredibly, uh, honored. Uh, it was, so with the Emmy, um, I actually, it was Emmy nominated. I wish it was Emmy award, but. Oh, okay. um, Okay. (laughs) But Hey, still, still, still an honor, still an honor. Um, but yeah, I, I was actually producing a newscast and I still produce newscasts, um, uh, for about five or six years. And, uh, last year, uh, we did some tornado coverage and, uh, yeah, I got some recognition and sweet, uh, got nominated for an Emmy. So it's always cool uh, whenever your shows get, but you know what? I, I mean, it's just, uh, I, I see, I see the fruit in that. And then I see, you know, things now with my, uh, my music, how God has just amplified that whenever the content's been surrounding him. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I got nominated um, for that Emmy, right? Um, and it was more of a team thing. And I always say that, like, it was never just individually myself. Like, it was a team. And then with this, it's the same deal. I mean, it's community, the whole the whole reason. I, I mean, I'm nominated for three um, different categories at the WVIU uh, Awards in uh, Alabama. So it's more of, like, an indie artist uh, station that plays a bunch of, like, indep- independent Christian artist music. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, man, just blown away. I thought, I mean, they said I got nominated for something, but I didn't think I was going to get nominated for three different categories. That's kind of, that's kind of crazy. But that's really cool. That's yeah. awesome. And my well, first Christian single too. My first Christian single. So I'm, uh, I'm incredibly humbled by everything that's happened. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's why we have you on here. You've released a, a new single, but let's. Let's uh, start from the beginning. What uh, you're you're a Christian hip hop artist. I really loved it. I've listened to it several times. The uh, saved and thankful, and uh, yeah, it's it's great. It's very clean, and it's it's well recorded. I'm, I'm just for being your first single, man. You got it dialed in. Yeah, I've always well, the, even even when I used to do secular music a long time ago. Um, I've, quality has always been something that's very, very, and even with saved and thankful, I still have things that like I grit my teeth on, but it's mm-hmm. minor things, and I just I can't bring it to myself to to bring like something to the table that's not, you know, that that's not going to be up to some sort of quality. Not because it's about the quality in itself, but it's especially with this, it's more important that I get my message across. So that nobody has anything to distract them whenever they're listening to it. Like I don't want you know somebody to be like, oh, well, I could have got the message, but this bothered me, or I couldn't get over this part of the song, or you know, this quality just wasn't matching up. You know, there was too much static here. Those t- mm-hmm. types of things are just things that I think about. And so, um, so yeah, no, I'm I'm incredibly grateful for it. The way it came together, it's a it's a whole story. And if y'all want to get to that, we can. Um, but Basically, um, yeah, for for my first release, I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful for it. Um, it's really done 
some amazing things for me, opened a lot of doors for me, um, things that I would have never, I feel like I never would have gotten if I would have taken the secular route. Um, and it just means so more. It's authentic. That's I think that's the best way to yeah. put it. It's just authentic music to myself. And when I was doing rap and hip hop a long time ago for other reasons, it wasn't myself. It felt <laughs> fake. And it felt like something that, you know, I couldn't uphold. And so I'm very thankful that God pulled me back into who I am and finding out what my identity is. So that's awesome. Love that's it. awesome. Yeah. So you started if if you look up your website and you, I've read through your your short little bio there, um, your music career got let's let's go back to the beginning here and where we get into everything's fine and how you got your start and just uh, share share with our audience a little bit here what where you got your start even you know you were saying that it was secular at the time that's where I was trying to make sense of some of your bio here. Right. Um, so, so really it even starts a little bit further back than that because I always try to pinpoint when I really started, um, was in high school. So about 2012 to 2014, mm-hmm. uh, I was releasing records that, you know, this is a big time when Twitter was really popular. And, uh, I just remember in high school, you know, just sharing my music and, uh, it's kind of the kid that everybody knew for that, you know what I mean? And, um, and it just, it started with literally me just going over to this guy's house. He had a studio in his room. He recorded music and he produced music and stuff. And so I ended up linking up with him. And like I said, completely as, as secular music as it can be, you know what I mean? I mean, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's on the, what I'm doing now, it's on the completely other end of the spectrum. It's not even close. And, you know, I listen back to it now and I, I cringe really hard, but, um, you know, that's what, even even if I wasn't doing it for the right reasons, I think it, I was able to spot that I had a gift for never going to music school, never being around a musical family, never having anything remotely close to like somebody to kind of like guide me musically. But yet I had this gift to be able to stay on beat and be able to rap and to be able to um, go through beats and, you know, be able to have just an ear for it to be like, well, mm-hmm. this is this is good. This is what mixes with me. This is, you know, even, Oh, I couldn't see myself on that. That's an amazing you know, product. Like there's just, there's so many things that like God has gifted me. That's not, it, it's, I can only point it back to him because I can't, yeah. there's nothing that I've done that's trained myself up for this. It's not like an athlete that trains for, you know, works his whole life to, you know, get to be in the best shape. And then now they have the ability. I mean, it's all been God given stuff. Like, and I, so, you know, it's a shame that I've wasted so many years. I mean, I know it's all part of God's perfect plan, but it's a shame that I mm-hmm. wasted a lot of that time not tapping into what I could have tapped into. Um, but like I said, I was able to identify that I had a gift. And um, and then after high school, I kind of shut it off for a little bit. Um, and then, you know, I, I really just focused on college um, and Cause I messed around in high school, college. I didn't mess around so much because yeah. my dad had me, <laughs> he was like, you either make a 3.0 or above the next semester. Or you're not going to the next semester. And I was like, oh, so wow. I really got, I really dialed in on college and, um, ended up getting a bachelor's degree in communications focused on broadcasting. Sweet. Um, that was tw- 2017. And so I really, I went straight into the industry, took my first job in Odessa, Odessa, Texas. Hmm. And, uh, 
stayed there for about six months, went to Colorado Springs for a year. And then this is, what are we at? We're at October of 2019. Yeah. It's when I moved back to, to Tyler. And it was actually 2017, back it up a little bit. So during my time in Colorado Springs, um, I think I had actually just gotten there. But before I left, I had recorded um, Everything's Fine. I'd been going, making trips back to Fort Worth from um, Odessa, which is crazy. Um, mm -hmm. And I had been working on Everything's Fine. And it was just a couple records, right? But I mean, I had cut off the cussing. You know, I, I think God had a hold of my heart, but I wasn't committed yet because there's a lot yeah. of cries out to God in that song. It talks about the or say it in that song, but I meant like in the uh, in the record in itself because there's a lot of depression, anxiety, things that a lot of people deal with, but I didn't know where to take it. You know what I mean? Like hmm. it was a lot of there was a it's just everything just setting the table up for me to be you know saved by God, but I hadn't committed yet. So. Um, I, I realize it so much more now when I listen back to the EP um, yeah. and it's still out there because I feel like it's important to have that um, so that people know where my journey is because I, I would have a little more questions about it if it was a lot of cussing in it. But, you know, with this, it was just, it really just shows where I was before I was a Christian. And I think it's important. That's um, a good thing too. Yeah. 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 And so, because I always point back to people, I'm like, man, I was, I didn't just wake up one day and I was like, you know, man, I'm a Christian. You know what I mean? It just, it, there was a, there was a definitely a progression and mm -hmm. uh, years of rebellious activity that shaped me into finally committing my life to Christ. But, but yeah, after, I, after um, I released that EP a uh, couple years past, I mean, I came back home in 2019 um, and then through that whole time of 2019 to really 2022, I had a lot of changes. I got, um, I got saved, got baptized. Um, that was all in 2021. I got mm -hmm. married. I got, well, I got engaged. Then I got married all in 2021. <laughs> uh, and my wife, you know, she's, she was right there with me through it all. She had never been in, uh, in a church before. And so we found Christ at the same time. We, we got baptized at the same time. Very, um, God, I mean, God's promise was incredibly heavy on that. And, uh, you know, it just, um, it, it really, whenever I got back from the military, so I joined the military in December of 2021 or mm -hmm. December of 2022, I joined the military, started uh, basic training in January of 2023. And then I was gone for 17 weeks in Fort Jackson. Uh, so I, I really just 17 weeks. It was really kind of a battle, but I did some amazing things over a basic training. I mean, held Bible study got closer to God. I feel like than I ever have in my life because everything else was turned off. Mm -hmm. And, um, so like I was reading my Bible every single night, devotional, every single night, passing devotionals off to these soldiers. Cause I knew they didn't have anything else either. I mean, it was really incredible. Um, and you know, went from everything. I mean, it's a, it's a whole thing, man. Like that. I look back at that period of my life and God really worked some crazy things. Cause you know, I would write Bible study, and because my handwriting was so god awful, this is like crazy. <laughs> my handwriting was so bad that, but I developed a friendship with this guy, and he was Hindu. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I he would rewrite my scripture, you know, for me, so I could print them out for everybody, hand them out as kind of like a handout for whenever we had Bible study. 
Mm. But like slowly, like I just saw him, like, you know, he would dive into, you know, I caught it one night he was reading Genesis, you know, and I was like, man, that's just, that's crazy. And then, you know, after a while we just realized, I think he realized how much similarities are, you know, our religions had, but at the same time they were, you know, very different because, you know, Christ offered something that his did not. And so like, um, well, it was, that, it now. was your, it was your, uh, handwriting that led you know god used that to yeah. minister yeah. to him you know yeah so praise god for my awful handwriting that's all that yeah. I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it uh it really did man because i mean you think about writing the art of writing is literally in order to write something it has to go through your mind you have to literally say the words to yourself as you're writing it it's not mm-hmm. just a, a deal where you have no sense of connection to it. You have to know what you're writing. Yeah. And, um, and so that, that was really special to me and, you know, we've kept up and he's, he's probably one of, one of the best friends I have. Um, I mean, seriously, I could just, and I, and I think about it from that, that mindset of like, you know, so many Christians just shut off people like that as soon as they realize what they are. And even though our, our views may differ, you know, we also don't, do our job and being able to um, maybe bring that person to salvation. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta, that's why opening the door is always so important. I mean, we can't, we can't ever shut doors like that because I would have missed out on something really special if I would have shut doors. Um, So, so yeah, but, but that whole experience was really cool, man. And then I got back, um, I got back in May of of earlier this year. And Mm -hmm. then once I got back, I really, I felt God really pulling on myself, you know, pulling, pulling my heart to, to get back into music and, um, don't know where it came from. Don't know how it happened. It just like, I just had like this drive to start music again. And so I went out, I got two little speakers. I got this microphone. I got everything that generally would cost me hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Mm. Um, I went and covered that dough for a one expense because I wanted to be able to record my vocals here. I know mixing and mastering is a whole nother ball game, but I wanted to be able to, you know, record my stuff here. And so um, I recorded saved and thankful here. Um, wow. Literally I wrote, I wrote it in about 20 minutes. Uh, the, the hook was a different story because I had linked up with the producer Um and, you know, I met the artist through him. And so the hook was a little bit different. But the process of, of writing the verses was strictly in here about 20 minutes. Um, wow. Huh. And so it was a real, I mean, in the first, the funny thing about that is I, I showed my wife and my brother because they were here when I was recording it. <laughs> and they were just in the other room talking. I showed it to them and they were like, hmm. they were like, I think it can use some work. I was like, dang! I was like, I just poured. I was like, I just poured my passion into that song, like everything I had. I was like, this is from God. I could feel it. I was like, hmm. I was like, well, I'm gonna trust my judgment a little bit on this. Well, I I ended up putting it out, and I was like, one I one thing I learned from that whole situation is that my my brother and my, my wife are not the biggest hip hop heads in the world, but right. um, <laughs> but. Uh, it's a funny story, man. I mean, like, 
my wife is so supportive and uh and she always told me that she she felt like i was going to get back into music um but but yeah she's my biggest my biggest cheerleader i guess um but but yeah no that's that's kind of how that came together and then i'm i kid you not like after that i put that out like it's just everyone every time i would send it to somebody because you know i was just trying to really build you know whatever you know relationships i could with you know christian artists and mm-hmm. um i didn't want to be a normal christian hip-hop person i wanted to really just dive into i felt like my sound mixed more with like ccm i still feel like that yeah because i just feel like i'm not like hardcore from the streets christian rap well, you know i can appreciate that too because i'm i'm not into yeah. I'm not really into that real hardcore stuff. More hip hoppy, yeah. I can I can get on board with, and it's just you know that what you what you would think of uh, I don't know gangster rap, I guess, or you know yeah. just real hard stuff. Yeah. I, you know, it's it's harder for me to listen to. Just like you said, your wife and your brother are yeah, your yeah. wife and your brother. Yeah. They're just yeah. not. At least this is that's when I said it was really clean. It was really well mixed as far as like you, yeah. you added that little element of rap but then you you had that full hip-hop feel to it it was just yeah. it's very clean yeah and and shout out to um john my friend john is really the one we sat down for about a day and just sat there and mixed the record from like when the sun came up to when the sun went down we just we got after it and so he made he made that really really clean and he worked on it afterwards too i mean he just he put his all into it, so I'm really, really thankful for him. Um, and everybody always tells me that the mix sounds clean, so I, I always give him the credit there because that was it's not <laughs> something I can do. But I'm very thankful for him, and uh, and yeah, that's that's really uh, that's really how the record came together. Um, and it's like I said, it's opened so many. I mean, just to know that like it's helped so many people. I feel like, mm-hmm. and, and I'll never know. I'll never know how many people it. Or you know how how many people it helped, but um, but I I do I do feel that it's just every single person I've sent it to has just had nothing but great things to say about it, and it's very humbling for me to hear that because uh, because there's a long story as I told y'all is, that goes into it. Uh, did not get here overnight, so um, yeah. So yeah, I really like. You just that. need to keep it up. Absolutely. Go ahead. So. No, so Justin, I want to kind of back up again, uh, just a few years to 2021. So I, I believe you said it was was it March or 2021 when you and your wife found the Lord when when, when y'all accepted Christ. Kind of kind of walk us through that from beginning to end. Like what led you sure. to that point, and kind of tell us that process because I think that really is how you got to where you are today, and and really kind of the focal point of this whole situation here. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so, so like I said, October of really September of 2020, um, my wife, well, she wasn't my wife yet. So, um, we actually met in high school. So this is even way years before that. So we're talking like 2012, 2014, we knew each other. We weren't fond of each other. She was more of the smart person. I was more of the goof around person in high school and so two different personalities um we grew up a little bit ended up going through the same college program we were we were more like friends at that point um and then in 2020 when the whole pandemic happened um 
we reconnected on a Zoom call with a bunch of my high school friends. And uh, after that, we never stopped talking. Um, that was March of 2020. And then I think in June or July, I started having conversations with her of saying like, hey, I think you should think about coming to you know the TV station I'm working at. She's working in TV too, but she'd never gotten any opportunities, what she really wanted to do, which was be on camera. <clears throat> and, um, and so I was like, I think you could have a real shot here. And uh, so she ended up taking a reporter job down here. Um, when she got here, we discussed, like, we were like, hey, I, and we were both in agreement of like, hey, I think we really need to find a church because it's just something that we haven't, you know, either of us have really committed to. And I think it's important for our relationship. And um, and even uh, what really, really sparked that actually was by, I actually had a dream. Um, I want to say this is October. I can't remember the date of it. It's in that time. But I just remember waking up in like sweat because uh, so the rapture actually happened in my dream, oh, but I didn't make nice. it. I didn't. I didn't make it. Oh, and nice. um, and so I remember it very. I remember it very vividly of going outside, and uh, and this just points more to my knowledge. Like I knew the stories right, and I knew all. You know what I mean? But that that's that's where I didn't have an excuse. Like I knew I knew that stuff. And so it, I was just, it was just strictly a state of, re, you know, of rebellion and scripture tells us like everybody, you know, you'll know it in your heart, you know it, mm -hmm. but it was, mm -hmm. for me, I was just, I was just rebelling and I knew that. And so I just remember going out to the street. I was just in sweat, like thinking like, I can't keep going on like this. I really guys, I got to change myself. And, um, and so I, that's when I brought it up to her. I believe it was like the next couple of days or the next day just saying, Hey, I think we really need to commit to going to a church. Um, and so we ended up doing that. It was a little rocky at first. I'm not going to lie. Um, we would go a week and then we'd miss a week and then we'd go a week and miss a couple weeks. You know, it was, mm -hmm. it was really trying to find that routine, but things seemed to always be more important on Sunday. You know how the devil really works at that. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, just trying to, trying to make us miss out on what, what we really, you know, so that we could feed our soul. Um, but Anyway, we did we did finally get in a consistent uh, church routine, and then January January moving into February is when we really started uh, seeing like the fruit of it. Like we really we could see that um, we still hadn't been saved, but we were you know we were really consistently seeking God. Um, and then in March of uh, 2021. After a service, it was like, I want to say it was March 13th. It's one of those dates. Um, but we were sitting there on a Sunday, um, and it was after service, and we were just, we both just felt the spirit come upon us. And like, we were like, we really, we want to commit, you know, this is, we want to commit fully to this. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'd said those words before. I think, you know, a lot of us, I mean, depending on what your background is, I think you say the, you know, when you're in church and everybody's saying to confess, you know, Jesus mm -hmm. is Lord. Yeah, you confess it, but there's no change. And you're just like, you know, you're still living in your old ways. It's just words that don't have any, you know, they don't move you. Yep. You're just saying yep. And so, so I had done that a couple of times, but this one, it was like, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to have to make some changes, you know, because that's, that's what it takes. Like, um, 
what people always want to say, they want to say the words, but they don't want to make the changes. And it's, it's, we're bound to have to make changes. Like, yeah, yeah. we're, you know, it's just, I think that's, that's a big misconception if people are like, well, I can, I can be saved and then keep living, you know, the way I want to live. It's like, no, you can't do that. I mean, you really can't like, it's just cause you can't, you, there's just a bridge that gets built between you and God whenever you do something like that. And, um, you can't really, I think you can't really receive the salvation that you're, you're really searching for. That's, that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. But, um, because I had to make a lot of changes. I had to cut out every type of secular music that I was listening to. I literally cleared my playlist. Um, because music is such a big influence for me. I mean, just being yeah. honest, like I, yeah. I would go to the gym and I was listening to all the rap and hip hop that most people listen to. And I'm like, I'm depending on this stuff to fuel me through my workout and like just for hype or for what, but at the same time, I don't, I don't realize that I'm also just blaring like complete nonsense into my ears and I'm (laughs) soaking that in in some way. But, um, the world will tell you that, no, you don't, it's just music. Don't worry about it. But after a while it, it is, it's, it's a big, everything, everything that you take in, whether it's what you see, what you hear, yeah, it, you can't you can't get away from it as much as you want to. You can't do that. What is that? A proverb yeah. that says that it's your, you know, it's the same thing. Your eyes are a window to your heart or to your soul, however you want to put it. I can't remember the exact wording of it. Uh, yeah, but same same with what you hear too. <clears throat> For sure. Yeah, pretty 100%. much what you hear, what you see, comes out in, in some way, whether it comes out your mouth or comes out from your heart in a, in a negative way, but it's, it's going to affect you and others. If you're bringing in trash, you're going to, you're going to live trash and breathe out trash essentially. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. It's like a, it's like a good diet or a bad diet. You know, if you, if you, if you flood yourself with a bad diet, even though you know it's probably not the best thing for you, but it satisfies you for a little bit. It's yeah. like, hey, man, you're probably not going to feel the best the next day. But, you know, <laughs> even though, you know, it may not seem as glorious as the cheeseburger or something and you're eating, you know, healthy. <laughs> hey, man, I mean, eventually, you know, you end up liking it because you like the way it makes you feel long term. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're chasing something, a long term satisfaction. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, no, it's it's definitely. Um, but anyway, yeah. So. The, we started going to church. We got saved, um, and then we made both made the decision to get baptized on Easter Sunday of that year. Um, and not long after that, which was May 29th, we got engaged in uh, Franklin, Tennessee, of all places. Heck yeah. I, I, I later, <laughs> I later, I later found out that that was like the place where all the christian music artists are for some reason like i I had i had no clue of that at the time like we were just we literally were just trying to find a place like near tennessee and franklin was like one of the most chill places that wasn't like right in the heart of tennessee and so Mm -hmm. but yeah no it's funny now every every christian music artist i talk to now is like i'm in franklin tennessee i'm like that's Hmm. cool that's where my wife and i got engaged Mm -hmm. um but yeah no so we we ended up doing that and then uh November later on that year, uh, we ended up getting married. So it was a really, it's a really, really fast moving process. And I changed so much. I mean, really fast. And, um, my wife was more, I mean, we're just on two different journeys, you know, and, uh, 
I think God really hit me hard with it because I, I think I'd been rebelling for so long, but I changed so quick because I realized that I think it was because I just knew that I couldn't halfway do it anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like something like I just had like a fire like lit inside me. Like I had to do it either full steam or I wasn't going to do it at all. God knows God, God knows our hearts, right? So he, God knew yeah. what you needed to get you going and God knows what your wife needs to get her going. So, you know, he, he used that let's, let's, you know, full, full bore hundred percent. Let's, let's do this with you. So that's uh that's pretty cool. I love it. Oh, for sure. For sure, man. And, uh, and I'll say, I mean, that, that, that go me saying that I would also like to add, there's also like so many times, especially this year coming back from the military where I was trying to find work for like months. Right. And, uh, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, there was like periods where it was, it was starting to get pretty dark for me. And like, I really just because, you know, I trusted God. It was like, like, I still, I always trust God. Right. But like, whenever these circumstances come up and like, I'm like on fire, as soon as I get back, like I'm on fire, I'm like, of course he's going to provide me with the job. And then a couple of weeks mm-hmm. pass and you're like, Oh, and then a couple of weeks pass and you're like, okay, well, like what's going on now? And then it's like that fire, like, and it's, it's really just our, it's our, our way of realizing that we can't do it ourselves. You know, like we just slowly yep. like yep. go down because we don't see, see it yet. Even though God sees it, God's like, God's like up there. He's like, I, I'm not worried about it, but we're yep. like sitting there like, we can see that, hey, well, things aren't happening. You know what I mean? Like, what's going on? I thought I was going to get this job. I thought I was going to get this job. And, but now it's like I went from having, like, basically just crickets for like months, to like, I I don't even have like I'm I'm completely like in a way exhausted this week because I have not like I went from you know just full time. I like every night I got something and it's a blessing because I'm just so thankful. Uh, to be able to to have things that are always um, pursuing God, almost all these all these things that I'm doing is is either one I'm getting scripture or I'm getting you know Bible study fellowship with my you know um, my friends you know and just things that are always strengthening my spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realize how how important that is. And uh, and yeah, I I also do the reserves. So I'm I did the reserves this past weekend. So I'm just like. I did that weekend shift and then went right in, right into the work week. So it's hit me pretty hard, but I'm thankful for all of it. It's, it's really, really been, it's really a blessing. So, well, that's what you should, you're, you're doing, you're doing good. You hit the ground running and you, you know, that's all a part of putting that old self to death and, and being alive in Christ and we, Marshall and I have talked about it on a previous podcast about keeping that fire going. Like you were saying, it does tend to, at times, you, you get discouraged. God, you know, Jesus is always there with you, but in your, your fire may dwindle to a smoldering pile of ash. But all you need is to get more involved with in Jesus, and he stokes that fire for you. And so yeah. surrounding, and that's and that's surrounding yourself with uh, fellow believers, and you you kind of have to put aside just those those old connections and focus on the, yeah. making new connections, new 
um, edifying spiritual connections with other believers. And so, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and I, I think one of the things I always think about, especially during that stretch of where I didn't necessarily have, you know, like a full-time job, like the world will tell you like after, after a week or after two weeks or after three weeks, Hey man, you need to start, you know what I mean? You need to start working and not that we don't need to, mm-hmm. I'm in a complete agreement. I'm like, it bothered me that I didn't have that job. Then I also look back and I'm like, I served in BBS at my local church for the first time in I don't know how many years for yeah. a whole week <laughs> because I had all the time to do it. I was able to go down to my dad's place and serve at his BBS for like a full week. I would have never had the time to do that if I was in full-time employment. And so right. I, and it just, it when you're around kids like that, it just blesses you in a different way seeing how childlike their faith is. And mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, man, some of those experiences, like while I was like, while I didn't have the full-time job, which I do now, it's like, man, I'm grateful for those moments because like, I really wouldn't have had the time to, to do it. And you have to put your whole life on hold to do it. But it was like, I think God was, was keeping those doors closed for the time being because he, he wanted me there. You know what I mean? And he knew I needed to be there. My family needed me there. My church needed me there. Um, just, just so many great things, man. I really, you know, from, and, and like I said, the world will tell you different. Well, it, you know, it wasn't that great because you were out of a job. Well, I, I disagree. You know what I mean? I feel like I had a lot of, a lot of great things come from that. So. Sure. Um, I mean, God knew what he was doing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so yeah, but that's, that's just kind of the, the brief, um, the brief, I guess, my, my faith journey. Um, yeah, I grew up in the church and uh, just probably 25 years was really, really just against it, you know, um, not not because of anything the church did, but because of my stubborn self not wanting to change my life. Yep. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> I th- we've all I got full, Yeah, I take full accountability of it. It's, it's me for sure. Join the club. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. we, you know, it was a, a similar story. You know, I grew up, you know, I grew up in the church and stuff and uh, got saved at a young age. And, but of course, took a completely different path. And it took me back around to where we're at now, fully dedicated to Christ. And, you know, it, don't you ever, uh, you, you kind of alluded to it earlier that I, I get to feeling bad sometimes that it's like, man, all those missed opportunities that I had to um, have the Holy Spirit work through me to yeah. somebody else. I, and here I was so stubborn and self-absorbed uh, or um, selfish. My, I let my own selfishness get the best of me. And like you said, it, it, it is all on you. But you know, think about those all those missed opportunities that you could have shared Jesus with somebody else. And I, I'm with you. For sure. Yeah. I and you know, like I think I think naturally all of us could point to some areas where we felt like we could have done that better, you know. Um and it's only natural for us to feel that way. Uh just like I was mentioning like you said, mentioning before of like how I felt like probably musically I could have reached so many more people at that time in my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was in high school 
going to classes with dozens of kids every single day. I mean, you talk about sharing the gospel. Now, how many have wanted to receive it? That's another question because they were teenagers, sure. you know. But it's um, definitely, you know, something that – that um, I mean, it's not like the music I was making at the time had any great influence on the kids, you know what I mean? So for sure. I mean, I, I mean, I look back at even even, you know, just – now like i mean i'm I'm a christian and i'm a full believer and i I walk with god in my own independent journey but i know there's better even today i know there's there's ways that i could reach more people you know what i mean and um, yeah even with even with the strict the the strange schedule that i just expressed to y'all i mean i know there's ways whenever i'm you know wherever i'm at whether it's at a, a restaurant and you're servers you know did you ask her if there's anything you can pray for or, or him anything you can pray for i mean it's just there's there's always those opportunities where we can set the table to open those doors and um i know personally i know i could be better at it um so so yeah it's just but yeah i know god has a perfect plan and as much as you know i may cringe on it and realizing that i should have changed earlier i'm thankful for the journey because i think it really is it's all been in the right timing and it being able mm-hmm. to shape me into, you know, this particular moment, being on this podcast with y'all, this particular moment. Um, it's all, you know, it wouldn't, if it wasn't in his right timing, it wouldn't have happened this way. So I'm thankful for it. For sure. Uh, what does Marshall, you had, you had another question about what we saw on your uh, website. You, you had, you have a really cool verse. I looked it up. I do, I like it. Um, what was your question on that Marshall? Yeah. Yeah, so so the the, the John one five that you have there uh, at the top of your website, yeah. kind of what what brought that up? What what made you want to use that specific verse? So um, as y'all can probably tell, like a lot of my branding and a lot of the stuff that that is associated with me is always it tends to be in black and white, um, and the reason for that is because one before I was a Christian. I felt like I was always struggling with the the light and the dark aspects of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, then as I became a Christian, I realized that the light overcomes the darkness, obviously as scripture says, right. But that, that like whenever you see, even, even in, in most of my photos, like you'll see like the light is still, within me. Right. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. even with the darkness surrounded me, I'm still able to not by my own strength, but by God's strength, able to overcome it because his spirit's living through me. And so I, I always like the contrast of the light and dark because I feel like we all struggle with it. Right. Like we all struggle with, even if it's just, you know, saying something a little bit, you know, in an angry tone to somebody or something where we just stray off just a little bit, the dark is always trying to, to switch us off that path. But um, ultimately when it's all said and done and we, you know, we get to the gates of heaven, we're going to be fully encompassed in this light and and everything's going to be light. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And so it just, it speaks to me volumes because I know even as, even as a non-believer and a believer, the light and the darkness pool is still there. It's just the difference now is that I know that the light is my identity. Like that's, that's who I really am beneath. Before I don't feel like I knew that. I feel like I was trying to figure out if I was going to be the light or the darkness. Right. Um, so that's really where that comes from. And and yeah, man, it's just it's just a way I feel constantly. Like I mean, um, 
and I want to be that light in the darkness for other people. And so yeah. uh, that's that's really where I, that verse comes from. And I think I, I can't see it going anywhere with me. I mean, it. I mean, I can't see it going anywhere. You know, me switching to anything else. I think it's just yeah. that's kind of like who I am and yeah, what I you know identify the most with. So, so yeah, that that's reminded- where it comes from. That reminded me, Justin, of the uh, of Paul talking in Romans chapter seven, of uh, for what you were saying earlier. It, you know, he says in, cha- in verse fifteen, therefore I do not understand my own actions. I do not practice what I want to do, but I am going to do the very thing I hate. Uh, now, if I habitually do what I do not want to do, I agree with the law, confessing that it is good. Anyway, he's going back and forth. It's a battle of your flesh. It's a like you were saying. Yeah. It just that that battle of the darkness reminded me of Paul's uh, talking about this battle with with our our sinful nature, our sinful flesh, and so I thought it was that, that's another verse to kind of back up what you have yeah. gone with there. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and just just to even say some, I mean, just the power behind the words of saying, you know, you know, the darkness has not overcome it. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. just like that's there's it's a point blank period there's no yeah. changing that <laughs> right you know what i mean like in the world will tell us different like they'll be like well there's there's plenty of darkness you know where the there's no light and we know that to not be true but um but just living or, or you know being able to be completely like like just humbled knowing that like man that's a just that's a straight truth right there like mm-hmm. i don't have to worry i don't have to worry about it because you know and and also just what you know jesus says you know with take heart i've overcome the world this verses like that where i'm like all right well i don't have to worry about that as much you know what i mean knowing that he's yep. he's already seen it through but um but yeah it's just one of those things you know anybody it also allows me to identify, just a, just like I said, as a non-believer and believer, we both deal with the pools. It's just with believers, we know where our, our identity lies, and we know that the light eventually will overcome the darkness, even though it, it already has in a sense. But we know that in the grand picture, when we get to heaven one day, that will mm-hmm. be will be completely rid of the darkness, and so. Um, so yeah, that's where it comes from. A great question, by the way. Yeah, I I love it. Um, and it's it's a, a verse that has a lot of a lot of meaning to me. So that's awesome. I, love I was that. just okay. So as I was uh, I was trying to find it, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna find it, but because um, I can't, I, I'm really good at being able to recall verses, but I have I'm not re- good at recalling where they are. But uh, me too. as we wind down here. I just wanted to, it was, I wanted to leave you with kind of like, I wanted to leave you with the verse, but I'll just try and remember it. But what we're doing here on this podcast, what you're doing with your music is, you know, we could be sowing for somebody else to harvest, you know? So I just wanted to encourage you, just keep on doing what you're doing. I love it. It's, uh, you're doing your part. We're all trying to do our part to uh, expand God's kingdom and to have him work through us, you know. And uh, so what you may think, your music, and that's what we like to do here on, on Undaunted Pursuit, is we, we like having artists such as yourself on here because what we say may not touch somebody, but maybe the music will. You said it yourself that 
you resonate. My wife resonates with music more so than she does with maybe sometimes even a sermon. But uh, there's there's people out there that do the same thing. You know, that's why we have music at the end of every episode is because hopefully these Christian artists, we can one, promote them, and two, their music will touch somebody just as much, if not more, than what we're even saying. So yeah, keep keep no. it up, man. Thank you. Thank you for that. Seriously. And, and all glory to him. Like, like I said, it's just, uh, it's sometimes I really just sit back and just don't understand how I'm even here. I mean, I really, I, I couldn't imagine myself being in this position years, you know, before this, but you know, I'm, I'm incredibly grateful that I am because I, I also realized that I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Like, this is what I want to, this is what I want to do. And this is what God's called me to do. So I'm very thankful. So so, so yeah. please tell me you got more in the works, right? Oh yeah, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a lot there. More, I mean, a lot, and and it's great. All of it's great, and a lot of features too. Um, like like I said, a lot from Saved and Thankful sparked a lot of people um, wanting to collaborate. A lot of CCM work, which is cool. I'm excited to dive into that because I like. I think there's just such a cool mix between it. Mm. I'll have to show y'all some of the stuff that I have, but it's going to be, it's going to be real cool. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so very thankful. Um, keep sending us this stuff. We'll keep putting it on there. We'll promote you as much as you can talk to some of the other guys we like using. Uh, Anthony Morris has been a big contributor to this podcast and we, we love promoting him. We would, we love promoting anybody, especially when we share the same goal. And it's to spread the love of Jesus. It's to spread the good news and the gospel. So, um, yeah. hey, is there anything you can te- – can you give us something? Can you tease something? What's coming out next? <laughs> I, I wish I – well, honestly, if I could play it through, we know we know how technical, technologically limited I am over here. Um, right. <laughs> but, but um, no, I, I would definitely, I'd like to send y'all something after this is this wrapped up. But I, what I would say to anybody, um, anybody listening is just put Jesus first, 100%. I always say it. Uh, I have it in all of my bios across the platforms. It's mm-hmm. just, I make, I make music for Jesus and Jesus alone. And I don't, I don't care where the journey takes me, where the career takes me. I never want that to change and I don't want it to change for anybody else who's a believer um, or, or a believer that makes music um, vice versa. But in your life, just putting Jesus first and, and doing whatever you do for him and him alone. Um, so just wanted to get that out there because I feel like people do that. They'll be fine. And I had to realize that a lot of times, even in hard situations, but, um, but it is, it is truly the best thing that we all of us can do. So, Heck yeah, Amen. So, so, so I have well, to ask we know before a couple we of... go ahead, Marshall. before we, <laughs> before we, before we wind this thing down, can you, yeah. can you sing us just a little snippet of maybe your, the favorite part of, of your, of your new single that you just let out? Mm. Can you, can you sing us just a little bit? I hate to put you on the spot, but I really, really want to hear it. I know no, our listeners no, no, no. love here just a That's little bit of what you got. At the end of this episode anyway. <laughs> um, I would say, I would say my, one of my favorite parts of the song is um, trying to pick. I would say, uh, well, I'm going to, I actually, 
I'm even gonna amp. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that, but I also want to share something I wrote here recently. Okay. Uh, All right. This is something. This is something that's coming out later. But um. But yeah, I uh, I would say it's probably towards the end uh, towards the end of the the first verse where I've said um. Um, his grace and mercy has saved me like I was, like it saved Paul or like they saved Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I was writing that, it just like the biblical the biblical truth of that and how generations we've just seen time time and time again Jesus just come out and just rescue somebody who has been so rebellious and so in their set in their own ways. And we've always think that a lot of times we think those people are so too far gone. I thought that of myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when I wrote that, when I wrote that and then I read it back to myself, I was like, that is, it's just truth. Like, and to, to say that, that even, I mean, I feel like sometimes we feel even weird to like compare ourselves to like stories in the Bible because they almost seem like, I don't want to say fairy tales. It's not the right word, but they just seem like people that are set apart from us. Like they're in the Bible and and they seem like characters in like some, you know, some book that like we can never, ever, you know, reach with those. We can't live up to them. Yeah. We can't live up to their character. But but in reality, the Bible shows all the flaws of these people, which thankfully Mm -hmm. it does, because if it didn't, they would be painted as perfect people. And it's just reality. I mean, the disciples are no different than us. Their mission was to go out there and spread the gospel after Jesus was gone. And so, so yeah, that's probably the one that sticks with me the most. And I think whenever people hear it, a lot of people have have commented on that um, section of the verse. Um, But yeah, and and also uh, this one, I got it in a feature. I actually wrote this for somebody else. Um, Nice. Which is funny, because then, because uh, then whenever I wrote it, I was like, "Oh man, I don't know if I want to put this on a feature." But then, uh, but it says, um, "I said thank you, God. Always had that faith, even when I was just a kid. I was always on my way, but I started straying away. I got too busy to pray." He's saying, "Justin, slow it down," but I kept turning my face. I got stuck in the cycle. Get the money, pay the bills, and give the rest of the idols. I felt stuck in my tracks like sin was clogging my vitals. But that year when COVID hit, I finally opened my Bible. He spoke to me in a dream, said I was destined for death. If I don't change my ways now, then he can't cover my debt. I put my faith in the Lord. Said I said I need to reset. Jesus showed me the path that I will never regret. So it was mm, like, dude, <laughs> come on. Come so on. When, I, when I wrote that, I was like, man. I mean, but that. I showed that verse to my wife and she was like, man, that's personal. And I was like, yeah, it's for a feature. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess for someone else's song. And I was like, ah, but I was like, I'm, I'm, I mean, that's what spoke to me in that moment. So I'm, I'm more than, than grateful. Cause I know there'll be other, uh, hmm. other, other yeah. things that, that I will put on my heart. But the song is about faith. It's about having the, the faith of just a mustard seed. That's what the hook goes and talks about. And so, um, yeah, when I was, when I was going through that verse, man, it, it really, really, it came to me. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it, but they it really just have moments where you just, the verses just really come to you really fast. And 
that was one of those nights. So I'm thankful for it. Blessed. Mm, I love yeah. everybody. Keep so, it up, buddy. Keep it up. So yeah, I would, I'll definitely be sharing stuff with y'all for sure. Heck yeah. We'd love to hear it. And, uh, yeah. Uh, tell us where, you know, actually tell our audience, we know where to find you. And, um, I'm, I'm obviously going to put all your links in the description, but yeah, right. where can people find you? Where can they download your music and, uh, go and support you? How can we get some support for you? So, um, music's on Spotify, Apple music, Amazon music, I think, uh, YouTube. I got the lyric video up on YouTube. Um, Sweet. but yeah, just, uh, J Oliver, you know, capital J O rest, just lowercase. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. It's just, uh, should be pretty easy to find, but yeah, just if you, you know, if you type in J Oliver and then saved and thankful, you should be able to get to the single pretty quick. And, and like I said, there, there'll be, I feel like it's probably going to be one of those things cause I'm working on features and, uh, individual music. So I feel like it's probably just going to be one of these things where I just have a flood of music and it's just like finding out when to release them at certain times. Perfect. So that's so yeah, good. I'm man. excited. I'm really, really excited about it. And I'm incredibly grateful, grateful for y'all bringing me on and, uh, yeah, just, just, just really honored to do this. So thank y'all so much. Heck yeah. We, we appreciate you being, being on here. Appreciate you, uh, we really appreciate you reaching out to us. And we, like you said, I, it, it sounds so good. You, you just got to make some more. So, but Hey, if you oh, yeah. would hang on uh, for a second until we, while we wrap this up and uh, just stay on here and we'll, we'll get this wrapped up. But uh, again, right. Justin, thank you, man, for being on here. Appreciate it. Of course. Appreciate it. Yes. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Yeah. All right. Hey guys, thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Go and follow and share Justin Oliver, Jay Oliver, uh, his stuff and just his all of his links in there. And at the end of this episode, we're going to be featuring his new single, Saved and Thankful. And um, yeah, we, check it out. And as always, share this episode with somebody this week. You can always message us, and if you wanted to get a hold of him, of course we can. Uh, we can get a hold of Justin, and uh, just email us mail at undauntedpursuit dot com. Yeah, as always, Marshall. What else we got here? Uh, just to reiterate what what Aaron's saying. I mean, guys, go follow us at uh, on Facebook, Instagram. Send us emails. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Like Aaron was saying, go out and uh, follow Justin. Right? Go to music by just or music by joliver.com go to his website check him out follow him like him go on youtube facebook instagram all the good socials give him a follow like give, give him some love and support guys um we we appreciate you guys listening to us and spending your time with us here tonight and uh we look forward to the next one heck yeah all right hey we're gonna get out of here and uh guys check it out here's jay oliver laying it down saved and thank you uh, thankful We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Adios. I count my blessings for the days when I was down and losing faith. They made me patient. All I can say is thank you. I really wouldn't be the same if I ain't gone through all the pain. Look what it made me. All I can say. Just count them up.
All the times that I shoved him off Saying, I can do it, I'll pull through it I don't wanna talk Staying faithful, I don't need to walk What's the point? Who's the rock? I'll come to him when I need something Or when I hit rock bottom, y'all It was all wrong Had to take a pause Cause how could he stick by me When I was lost through all my faults He didn't stop, he cared for me Back when it was all bad for me Back when I was still alive Still, still alive, but a casualty I gotta be honest I don't deserve him at all But his grace and mercy, they saved me like they saved Paul He's my everything, I depend on him when I trip and fall Thank God he chose me, all I, I can say is all oh, blessings man. for the days when I was down and losing faith They made me patient All I can say is Thank you I really wouldn't be the same if I control is it you or the lord is he guiding your steps do you know what's important yeah have you been praying or ignoring it's not too late to change the page and do what's right and live for your soul's on the line just give it up to christ what he did on the cross does more than just provide does more than just suffice Without the sacrifice, we had no eternal life And only death was in our sights Look, we can't save ourselves We always needed him But that's just a lie that we tend to buy And then wonder why we sin Just come back to God Have faith in his plan When it's all said and done We're saying thank you to him I count my Look. blessings